Yo fam. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a continuation. Continuation from yesterday's episode about I don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Be anyone other than who you're supposed to be. You don't have to do that thing because someone else is expecting you to. You don't have to put on a smile when you're not feeling great. You don't have to say everything is okay, everything is good when someone asks you how's it going just because that's what's expected or you're too embarrassed to to say something. Today, I uh, our friends left, they went home and I had some work to do mentally and spiritually. What I mean by that is nothing about the trip went as to my expectations. I wouldn't say as planned because we had a plan, but um, a number of things were different than I was expecting, right? I thought they would get here earlier and they got here later. I thought we'd hang out later into the night, but they went home early. I thought that we would, you know, uh, play at the house and we went out for brunch. And, um, you know, there was so many things that I had to be flexible with. And, if you had asked me in any other context, I would usually say that I'm very flexible. I'm very calm. I'm very cool with things changing. But boy, this weekend was just different. I, I think I was so excited for them to come in. And and um, and in a lot of ways, it was uh, some of our first times actually intentionally hanging out together and um, getting to know her uh, new family. And um, and yeah, it was it was great and it was neat but it was different. And so I came home and, and I hadn't done uh, my breath, breath work or my meditation or the podcast. And so I did some breath work. And the breath work that I chose uh, on the Awaken app was getting rid of guilt with love. Getting rid of guilt with love. And guilt is something that I have determined, not determined, discovered is a huge underlying feeling for me. In other words, I do a lot of things out of obligation, guilt, feel like I should do. If I don't do it, I feel guilty. If I'm not nice, I feel guilty. If I'm mean, I feel guilty. If I set firm boundaries, I feel guilty. If my wife is upset and she expects me to do something else, I feel guilty. And it's it's an undercurrent. The reason why it's difficult to diagnose guilt is because for many of us, it's such a natural way of, of feeling and being that we operate from it as normal, right? So we wouldn't call it, you, and you wouldn't necessarily call it guilt, but there's this underlying current of uneasiness, discomfort. For me, it shows up in my gut, shows up in my belly. I've got this kind of nervous energy. Right. And I will often do things that I don't really want to do, but I do it in the name of service. I do it in the name of turning the other cheek. I do it in the name of uh, kindness. But really, it's deep underlying guilt that somehow your feelings and what you want to do is more important than me. And I've done a lot of work on this stuff, and it's really uncomfortable, and a lot of people don't identify it. I've, I've noticed that. I, I start, people share things with me, and I, and I start 
talking about shame, guilt, and abandonment, and insecurity, and self-worth. And a lot of times, some, sometimes they go, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. But a lot of times they just glaze over. And, um, you know, it's it, it's hard to... It's hard sometimes for me to communicate that um, uh, to people. And sh- hell, nor did I. they ask me. Let's be clear. Uh, that would also be an example of me uh, maybe overstepping. But, but guilt. So I did, this, uh, I did this breath work. It was about, I don't know, 18 minutes or so. And I'll tell you what was interesting about it is I didn't have anything necessarily – to work on whether it was the weekend or my wife or whatever, but like I do know that I carry a lot of guilt, so I wanted to I wanted to kind of focus on it, right? And we we did these series of breaths, and what's neat about it is it starts off with the girl talking. She's got some audio in your ears, so that's an auditory experience. Then I start breathing, right? That's a movement. It's a breath thing. It's a focus, trying to focus your energy, my energy on my body, my breath. Where is it going? Is my belly and chest expanding? Is it deep enough? And I'm in my head. It takes a while for me to get out of it, to really pay attention and listen to what she's saying. Much like meditation, I'm thinking about all these other things that I got to do or want to do, etc. But at some point, so what it also does is it engages a different, different senses. It gets me more into my body. It's loading me up with oxygen, right? It's it's triggering the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. So it's shifting from my head to my body. And we're doing these breaths and she's giving us these affirmations and she's talking about letting go of guilt, you know, breathe out guilt and breathe in love and all this kind of stuff. It was it was nothing out of the ordinary if it comes to an active meditation for me. But then she said, now let's put a sound to it. So this is another sense, right? We have auditory. We have uh, uh, with her talking, the music, we have breath getting in our body, we're feeling it. And then she says, now breathe in and give it a sound. And I just kind of gave a moan. It was just totally natural. And I'll be damned if I didn't just break down crying. Like it wasn't a full-on, full-on uncontrollable sob, but it literally unlocked an emotion that I didn't know I was feeling. It, it, it unlocked because... What I typically do when I feel sad, guilt, shame, etc., I stuff it, right? If there's any inkling that I might uh, cry, I stuff it because it's uncomfortable. It feels unmasculine. I feel embarrassed. Oftentimes, I don't know why I'm crying. But boy, this just triggered it, man. It was hitting all the senses, right? And I also found myself also found myself wanting to smell something. I wanted like a sage or an incense burning to kick in the the smells, but boy, did it feel good. And whenever it was done, I just turned the video off and I put some calm music on and I just laid there calm because I I felt like I did something active, right? You've heard me talk a couple of times about active forms of counseling and therapy and meditation, et cetera, that I'm, I'm craving because I tell you what, left them on devices, man. I will stay in my head. I will, I will keep that intellectual brain going in circles and I won't let you get in there. Right. Uh, not not because I think you're trying to hurt me, but I just it just it is a natural state for me to stuff and block and keep things at a certain level. And boy, did it feel good. And I asked myself, what is my intuition trying to tell me? What is it that I need to know? And the same thing came up, which is you don't need to be anybody other than who you are. Right. And I had this bolt of inspiration. I kept telling myself that you don't have to be any you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You don't have to do anything 
You don't have to be anyone else. You don't have to do anything else for any, anybody else. You don't have to feel guilt or shame about anything. In that moment, I felt so secure. I was in it, right? I had a great journaling session. I kind of journaled about some things and and I had just a couple of thoughts. Number one, getting in the habit of loving, you know, talking to you guys again, right? I've, I've been stuffing that instinct to talk to you guys and to share what's going on, but I'm stuffing it and haven't been doing it, but it's it feels better like I've been craving this connection or sharing. The other thing that came to mind was I'm going to do a trailer for the podcast. At the, at the moment, my strategy for podcasting has literally been just do, quit worrying. Don't worry so much about production or perfect perfection or post or hashtag. Just do, put it out there. I've done some stuff, but just put it out, put it out, put it out. But I haven't done a trailer. And part of the reason is because I didn't know what the hell to do. But what I'm going to do is a trailer about the baseline, the foundational principles of what I believe in, which is, it is my, how is, how can I expect, how can I expect anybody else to get into personal development, to start down this road of of personal discovery, to get into some support groups or counseling or uh, some sort of spiritual walk and build relationships with other people of your gender that you identify with, if I don't show them what it looks like, Right. There's been a number of times where people go, huh, Preston, do you think you're making something like a mountain out of a molehill or making something bigger than what it actually is? And the answer is no. What I'm trying to do is share this this spiritual, mental, emotional journey, this personal development journey with, with people when in an effort to connect, right, in an effort to share, in an effort to you know, just, just get it off of me so I can, you know, maybe even get some feedback, but, but that's what this podcast is about. That's what these conversations are about is how is someone supposed to know what a spiritual journey, a personal development journey, a counseling therapy journey, a journey into our childhood, a journey into our emotions through breathing. If we don't show them, the other thing that I think is a big deal is so many people talk about normalizing mental health and addiction but the truth is is more less people need mental health and addiction services and more just basic counseling coaching and support groups and a lot of times they don't either don't think they need it they don't know what it looks like there's a bunch of shame that 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 layers on they got to think that something's super wrong like they got to be suicidal they got to have some extreme deep depression but why not do it now and that's what i hope this does i want to give you some insight here's the other thing and i know you're listening out there is some of you have a way of being, a, pa- a spiritual path or a, a path of personal development that's very structured, right? It's one way. It's one belief system. It's one tradition, one form of tradition, right? Maybe you venture off a little bit, but here's what I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to, to look into some of these alternative paths, these maybe some more woo-woo spiritual spiritual, universalist, archetype, breathing, crazy work, right? Because I would venture to bet that many people are scared that if they go down these other paths, it may dampen their faith. It may take them off their beam, right? It may create, creep some doubt in. But one of my friends says, actually, it's a pastor, the church I go to, he says, if you don't have doubt, you're not doing it right, 
right? Embracing the doubt, because usually as you navigate through the doubt, it actually strengthens your walk. It strengthens your beliefs. And I bet that that would be the, the case with some of you people that are, you know, maybe cool going to some support groups, maybe talking to a mentor, maybe doing some basic counseling. But boy, you don't want to do a men's retreat. You don't want to do anything that involves drums or sage or breathing, right? And I would encourage you to go down that path, right? You see what's down the path because my inkling is is that it will not only open you to a to a new aspect, but it would also deepen and broaden your belief system. It would deepen your faith. Anyway, hey, if you know someone that is uh, that would benefit from hearing a message like this or would like a podcast like this, be sure to share it with them. Give us a follow on your favorite um, on your favorite podcast platforms and be sure to mark the notification bell so the so whenever we post here that it comes up as a notification and if you're feeling froggy do me a favor on iTunes which is what controls a lot of stuff about 70% of people listen to podcasts on iTunes uh, iTunes podcast give us a rating and a review write something uh, let us know what uh, how it's been helping you or if it sucks five stars if it's awesome one star if it sucks and uh, I love you I'm thinking about you holla at your boy Joe